Wolfman Radio is proud to announce our new iPhone and Android apps. Simply search for Wolfman Radio in the App Store on your iPhone or Google Play Store on your Android device and download the free app to take Wolfman Radio with you wherever you go. Windows Mobile users or other devices, search the free TuneIn app for Wolfman Radio to enjoy our high-quality live radio broadcasts. Turn it up and rip the knob off. Everybody, welcome to Have You Heard This on the Wireless? Our good mission is to educate and inform the good people of the world. My name's Grimbo. On the other end of the phone is the uh, Bombay bad boy, Indian Phil Sweet. Good who, evening. Once again, he's been voted Chesley Street's funniest painter. I, I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> I've, I've worked with some so was funny that, characters. <laughs> is that funniest as in funniest looking or most probably, humorous? Probably. No, I would have said I would have said funniest looking. Right. But, <laughs> hey, we're going to we're we're taking this show to Edinburgh on the strength oh, yeah, of that. Is that, is that a deal? Have, we, have you have you signed the paperwork? Oh yeah, yeah. Soon as soon as the theatre is open again. And I mean, none of this social distance stuff. As soon as they open again properly, we're there. Oh, yes. Boom. Well, there's no point having a room that we're going to only get 10, 15 people in, is there? No. We want to we need. We need a, yeah, we need 500, I reckon. 500. No, we're Five. doing, is it, for less than 500? Yeah, and of course, we've got Lee Madge as a support act. Uh-huh. Putting his hand in there. With his, with, his, with, his, with his assistant putting a hand in the bag. Oh, not there. Not there. In the bag, pet. That one. So, anyway, this is Have You Heard This, isn't it? I was just about to say that. Yes, it's it's Have You Heard This on the wireless. Mm-hmm. On the, on the, on the radio thing. Yeah, kind on of like the, a podcasty type radio show sort of thing. It's a, it is what's commonly known now, I think. I think. It's a, as a live podcast. That's what they call them. Live podcast. What was that? Who else does a live podcast? There is a few. There is a few. If oh, you if you if you um, go on the sort of the podcasty Facebook pages, there is a few people do live podcasts. Oh, I thought we were special. But but ah, you see, they do the live podcast, but they haven't got music like we have because we are fully ah, licensed radio station. Because yeah, we famously play loads of music on our podcast, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Of course we do. We played two songs last week. <laughs> a full, full two. Two whole songs. <laughs> two whole songs. Hey, with these, with these songs, we are spoiling you. <laughs> so, well, so, so Phil messaged me yesterday. Says, by the way, I've got nothing for the podcast, so it's over to you. <laughs> so I've been, so, I've been so busy, I haven't had time to um, sort of. But there was a few things we spoke about off air last night that I jotted down. What? Uh, talking about last night, the first thing I want to talk about relates to last night. All right, come on then. And it's it's phone call etiquette. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we'd we'd finished we'd finished the show last night. Mm-hmm. And like um, you know, doing the all end of show kind of paperwork, the forms we've got to fill in, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
And then it must have been about, um, I don't know, two minutes past 12. I come to him, I come, I'm saying like, so Phil, you all right? How'd that go? Nothing. <laughs> Phil, Phil, are you there? <laughs> Nothing. I'm gone. I was in, you I just honestly... got, you literally said, uh, this is, this is Phil and Grimoire. See you next week. And you must have been in bed like 10 uh, seconds I was. later. <laughs> I was. Didn't say ta Nothing. Leaving, at the minute, I'm leaving the house at 7 o'clock in the morning. So I'm, I'm wow. straight to bed. Straight so the first bed, thing I put on my sleep. list of things to talk about, phone call etiquette. I'm well, really funny. It's like, it's like when you're sending a text message. If you don't put an X at the end, you might as well, have, you might as well swear at the person or, or you might as well have told <laughs> Why? them. Why? Like, no, because you want to kiss them. It's it's not even it's not that it's just an X. It isn't. It's a kiss. I know it is a kiss, but you kind of these days you have to put an X at the end of the message in the same way as you used to put a full stop. Well, I heard about this on a um, from from a, a customer actually. The last son, he he does that all the time, and he was writing Christmas cards out, and he wrote out Christmas cards for everybody. As to do when you're in school. And he put an X at the end of all the thing. And just about every lad in his class just opened the card and just ripped it up in front of his face. Yeah, that's the sort of thing I would do. I'll put an X at the... I might send, rip the I might card send, up. <laughs> no, I might send even like Matt or someone a message mm-hmm. and put an X at the end of it. <laughs> you, but... Yeah, because you're a girl though. Oh, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? I, I'm in touch my feminine side. I, I won't. I, I won't deny that. You, but, um, you're touching your fel- feminine side. I'm, I'm in touch my feminine side. I'd, I'd go and wear a pink a pink t-shirt. I don't think nothing of it. Salmon. It's uh, salmon. But um, what was I saying? Right. So yeah, when you when you leave a phone call, you have to say bye at least did. once. You didn't. Dunno. You have to say bye. You have to say bye. So. If and to tell you what it goes to, like if I'm on the phone sometimes I go bye and the other person go bye and you go bye 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 like, do you not do that <laughs> no no because I'm not twelve suddenly <laughs> Americans don't do that they'll basically say what they need to say on the phone and then hang up there's none of this bye bye say and okay bye 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 well, they just literally say okay I'm just going to pop to the shop and I'll get some uh, meat on the way back. Hang up! Mm-hmm. Whoa, you can't do that. That that that's like yes, someone scraped the fingernails. I've noticed that on um, American films and TV shows, they just put the phone down. Someone scraping the fingernails down a blackboard. I w- I wouldn't sleep. I won't. I, di- I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> thinking thinking that I can't believe he just left like that. I can't believe it. Wow! <laughs> I had to get the bed. <laughs> No, just in future, would you mind, please, for me, just say bye, and then I won't like have to think. He's in a huff. He's in a huff. What's, what's he? He's stormed <laughs> off. He's stormed off. That's tarring. No, that's tarring. That's called tarring me with your own brush. He's in the huff. <laughs> Some really good news for you. What? Some that? really good news. What's the, that flower uh, pot? Do you know? Do you know Pantone? Do you know who Pantone is? Pantone is. Printing colours. Yes. They've just today announced their colours of the year. Well, 
it doesn't really concern me because you can't get because they're not British standard colours. No, but I thought I still thought you might be interested to the hear what the, the top colours, ten, which are printing the top colours. ten colours of the year are. Do you want to know them? Come on then. Right, coming in at number ten, you should we should play like the um, the uh, top of the pops music behind this. Well, on, we? Oh, have you got something? Yeah, of course I've got something. I'm running the desk, you know. Here we, here we go. Oh, because it's colours and it's printing colours. So this is the very music. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I'm on this the ball exactly here. This is exactly like we did in rehearsal. <laughs> I'm on so, the ball. Coming in at number 10, we have Blue Iris, which I would describe as a kind of a, a very muted purple. Okay? Uh, yeah. Coming in at number 9, we have Living Coral. Living which Coral. Is coral, which is kind of a... Oh, <laughs> which is coral. Kind of a pinky, pinky reddy sort of colour. Very pale pink. Very no, it's, it's a bright, it's a loud pink. It's a very, it's it? almost like a red. It's almost like uh, a red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, hot in at number eight, we have aqua sky, which you would kind of describe as a cross between like a teal and a turquoise. Ah uh, yes, got you with that one. You must be loving this, are you? Oh, Talking about yeah. colours and, and things. Yeah, yeah, because I'm fair. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had enough of that at work, with you? <laughs> oh, hot in at number seven, mimosa. Which is kind of like... Ooh, a what's that? Mimosa? Like That's very yeah. exotic. It's somewhere between a yellow and a mustard. Mimosa. I'd imagine all the listeners at, at, at home would uh, are probably search and Googling this and going through these colours in real time as I'm, um, as I'm doing it. Of course, yeah. As then, I uh, am here. Yeah, number six, we have Tangerine Tango, which is like, yeah, uh, red. It's just red. What? It's just red. Surely it's orange. It's tangerine tango and it's tangerine <laughs> tango. Tangerine. I think you'll find it's tangerine tango. Tangerine tango and it's red. <laughs> Tan- what is this? Co- now, come on. What's it called? It's called tangerine tango. Yes, well, make your mind up. That's orange. Yeah, it's red. Well, it's I, I never noticed they've got descriptions. True Red may have taken the prize in 2002, but for my money, Red should punch you in the face. Tangerine Tango 17-1463 is loud and demands your attention. <laughs> oh, God. Number five, <laughs> Radiant Orchid. And the comment in the description, lovely, just lovely. And this is a kind of a, you know, like a kind of a faded out purple, I guess. <laughs> number four, number four. Oh, see, now we're getting in towards the... The, the business end of the skill mm-hmm. number four is greenery I wonder what colour that is <laughs> it's, it's kind of a greenery colour it's just like a kind of a uh, what would you describe that uh, you probably wouldn't bother you just say it's greenish mm-hmm. so greenery gra- like a bit like grass not quite as green grass as grass and leaves and stuff I think the, gra- the grass is definitely greener than this mm-hmm. and then uh, okay now we're getting into it number three Ultimate oh, grey. Yeah. Grey. Ultimate grey. Not too shabby a showing for this year's winner and marked improvement over last year's time. Well, grey is off very popular at the moment. Well, this one is. Mm-hmm. It's number three. Ultimate grey. Number two, ultraviolet. Which is purple. Mm-hmm. And number one, see if you can guess what colour number one is. 
Well, going off what I've done this most of this year, I would have said number three would have been number one. So some sort of greyish sort of time. Mm, well, you're, you're not a million miles away, but it's definitely got a greyish tint to it. Um, Grey with a hint of what? Grey with a hint of green. No. Grey with a hint of blue. Well, I wasn't far away, was I? You weren't far away at all. Mm. So there you go. So there's mm. your top ten of uh, of colours. Pantone colours. Yeah. There wasn't which that exciting. Aren't, which aren't paint colours. They are printing in ink colours. Yeah. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they are. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry. But that's what they are. Right. So. so, I was watching the telly this morning, and this was funny. It's really funny. I don't know if you've heard, it's been all over the, all over the telly and the social media today. The way, um... Nigella Lawson says microwave. Say microwavey or something. <laughs> Mic microwave. Mic. I've wrote it down frenetically so I can see what it is. Frenetically. Micro. Did you? Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't just jump over this. Did you say frenetically? I don't know. Is that not the right word? <laughs> That's not the right word. Well, to what's say the it? right word? Phonetically. Phonetically. Well, there you go. Fren- frenetically means you did it like in a panic. Well, I did that, that as well. <laughs> that as well. <laughs> micro wa micro wav micro <laughs> I hated the, sh- exact words were I hated the milk up in the micro wavy. What? What? So was she just being trying to be funny? Was she just trying to be I like d- wacky? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I tell you what was wacky when our father was Chancellor of the Exchequer. That was wacky. When you know, microwave was invented by accident, don't you? No. Yeah, Mike. The microwave oven was invented totally by accident. This guy was trying to invent some kind of X-ray device, and it was having no effect until he realised that um, the chocolate in his pocket had melted. And he was thinking, wow, is this melted? Is this come from this thing I've just built? So how big so was this microwave he was making? Well, it, was a, it wasn't the actual microwave oven. It was, the, it was the device which actually, I forget what it's called, this device which actually emits the microwaves. Um, the microwave mil- emitter. Yeah, let's, let's call it that. He was inventing this thing, and um, every time he turned it on, it would melt chocolate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he thought, I know. We'll get some tins of soup in. Exactly. <laughs> I just warm things up in the microwave. I don't cook anything in the microwave. Oh, I didn't know. We, we've tried... Well, I'm saying we. <laughs> That'll be the royal we, that. Mm. Um, Diane's tried cakes and carry on. Oh, I'll tell you what you did do. It was last Christmas, so I'm going to... I've pleasure reminded us of this. The... Um, Cups, um, cups in a cake, chocolate cups in a ca- in a chocolate cakes in a cup. Oh, right. not not man. not cups in a cake. So you bite into your cake and you break your teeth on the cup. No, on the cup, no other way around. Right, <laughs> cup, it's like a tea, like a teacup. Uh huh. You know, like a proper old styley teacup. 
And you just put in the, the flour, you put in the... You the put all the stuff the in, boom, in the microwave, I think three or four minutes, boom, a beautiful chocolate cake. Man, I'm going to get on to make them as soon as... Because right. I'm, I'm going to have a massive blowout at day, Christmas. Really? The, the, uh, oh, yeah, the sugar levels will be through the roof. Are you taking any time off? I shut down in it for two weeks over well, over Christmas. By, by, you're choosing. You're choosing to shut down over two weeks. Oh yeah. Well, the, the the jobs I am working on at the minute will be off for two weeks anyway. So I've been I've been on a big. Fat <laughs> I was you were going to say I've been on I've been on a shutdown for a long time. Fact <laughs> hunt. When you told me. I've been I've been called a big fact hunt several times, but I've been on one since you told me that you didn't have any content for us this evening. Mm-hmm. And I've got so many facts you wouldn't believe it. I've got facts coming out of my ears. And the most the funniest one I found, did you know have you heard this? Mm-hmm. That Amazon sell chicken harnesses. The hell what the hell? You know like like a dog well, leash. In my head, in my head, I'm picturing like a, you know, like a dog harness for walking a dog. Yes. one of them, but for a chicken. Right. Well, let me post one. Let me post a picture of it in the chat room. Right. So you can see exactly what <laughs> a chicken Are you harness. posting that in the chat room? I'm posting it in the chat room. <laughs> Anybody who's listening, by the way, come to the chat room, wolfmanradio.com, follow the link to the chat room, and you can... Uh, We've got a, we've got space in there for a couple more people, but there you go. That's a chicken harness. Yeah, that's a, well, like a dog harness, uh, but for, and that's what? exactly that is literally the picture that you'd buy on Amazon. So, are these for walking chickens or for hanging them for, like, up when hanging you them. <laughs> hanging them? Hanging them when you're not using them. <laughs> or are they for, are they for, like for smoking I mean, them? No, I was going to be more. I was actually going to be more brutal than that. I was going hanging them up for like. You know, dispatching purposes. Dispatching purposes. <laughs> you could like, you know, hang them over like a, um, a proper oak fire, so they smoke tenderly. No, I think they're to walk your chickens with. Now, the interesting thing is that link I've sent you to has got six hundred and thirty-two. We're going into very much into um, into Danny Baker territory, but it's got six hundred and thirty-two ratings. So they sell a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> But I've never, I've never, to think that sells so, so many so of them. Th- right, just at that picture, looking at that picture, right? I'll just, I'll just enlarge just it. For the people who are not on the, on the chat room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll enlarge it so they can see it. Yeah, but are you going to, are you going to tell them? <laughs> yeah, so it's a nice, what, what was that pink colour? Coral. It's a nice coral pink colour with a bow tie on. And then must have a little clip on the back so you can put a leader on it and take your chicken for a walk. Now, bearing in mind, they sell a lot of these. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen one? Mm, no. It has a nice hat, that chicken, hasn't it? It's got a nice yeah, that's hat. Nice. That's nice. And, of course, what, the, the, how did the chicken cross the road? Well, of course, now we know. You put a leash on it and you just, you're just walking across. <laughs> if there's any traffic, you can just pick it up by the leader. Come on, hurry up. I like of a nice joke. <laughs> Carry on. I, I was just going to say I like an I like a nice chicken's hat. 
What's that oh, for? Why does why has that chicken got that hat thing? That yeah, well, it's got a proper name, hasn't it? They've got yeah, chicken's hat. Names. Yeah, yeah chicken's fez. Oh, somebody will tell us, but it, they've got proper names. Those those floppy hat things. I'm sure. I think we've discussed this before, but the colour of its cheeks or its hat. I can't remember if it's its hat or its cheeks. Donates the colour of the eggs. Matt just has just given us the, the title for the show. I know, I saw it. <laughs> you saw it, but didn't read it out. Yes. Oh, it's a comb. Shearer has popped up and told us it's a comb. What, it's a chicken's comb? It's a chicken's comb. That it's headwear, it's elaborate headwear. It's a comb. Uh, I like a chick chicken's fez much better. Right. Well, you, as you far as I'm concerned, chicken. it's a chicken's fez. Right. And it's got a, it's got a beard as well, hasn't it? It's got this, a beard. Well, are them not its cheek flaps? Cheek <laughs> flaps. <laughs> tell you what I'm talking about. You you didn't you didn't uh, follow through on your veterinarian course, did you? No, I dropped out fairly quickly of that one. Did you know this is like pretty grim? This. But I was talking to a vet. I was actually working in his house, and he said, and he was telling us, um, vets go into the he did he did this to go into um, veterinary practice to look after animals, to save animals, to be wonderful with animals and all that, and they actually spend more than fifty percent of the time killing animals. Oh, <laughs> what's the other half of the time? Well, the, the other half of the time is actually doing what they wanted to do, looking after the animals. And then the other 50% is actually killing animals, putting them down. I mean, I find that hard to believe. I can't... Why does it take so long? So if, they, if they're working at a typical eight-hour day, mm -hmm. they're spending four hours of the day killing animals. <laughs> oh. So if you've if you've yeah. like killed all the animals on your list by three hours, you've got an hour. To, you think I've got an, an hour? I need to kill some more animals, I've, <laughs> and I've got an hour to do it. I don't you think just like that's... walk around the streets just looking for <laughs> a random animals. To I kill. don't think that's how they how they how they work it. How come more vets aren't like psychopaths? Because they reckon if you if you kill and torture animals when you're a kid, ah, but they don't like torture to... animals. They all kill humanely. Surely they, they say that. They say that you can you can cut the head of a chicken and it'll run around for ages. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Well, I saw that on QI. There was actually a chicken lived for ages, wasn't there? there was no head, and he used yeah, to feed it, it. It, yeah, that's right. Half it, like there was a tiny little bra little bit, bit of brain left. A little that was bit of brain stem, like, and yeah. it, they used to feed it with a, a eyedropper. Just pop in the chat room. Garrett, you haven't missed any music yet, my friend. We're only 23 minutes in. Still plenty of time only, before we play any music. 23 minutes in. Actually, we're still working. We're still working through the first playlist from the first show. <laughs> <laughs> this is still very much the introduction. What's he missed so far? He's, oh, I'll tell you what you have missed. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. No, we won't do it again. The, the top 10 of colours have been released. <sighs> you're not. You're not. Reading them out again. <laughs> <laughs> the top ten of colours. You missed that, Garrett. See, you should be here at seven o'clock, mate. Speaking of uh, colours, I mentioned this. I don't know if I mentioned this actually on the show last night or just while we were playing music. But um, 
My work was actually on the TV last night. Last night, Monday night. On Monday night. Your work was on the television on Monday yes. night. Yes, Monday night, yep. Um, was this some of your artwork? No. <gasps> that, and that reminds us about a story that was on the news today as well. Right. I'd just like to see a welcome back to Madge's from his trip to Bristol. He's been down to <laughs> Bristol. <laughs> he's been out of Bristol painting bikes and things. No, he's been down to Bristol painting the side of a building, a woman, an old woman sneezing on the side of a building in Bristol. Right. So there you go. Welcome back, Banksy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so your your artwork was featured no, on the... No, not the artwork. My actual painting and decorating work. Well, can we call it artwork? No, not really, because it isn't artwork. So hey, the, it's um, abstract, isn't it? It's plain, plain walls. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, this tour that... What do you call William and... William and Kate went on again. Mm-hmm. This this train tour. They went to Berwick and they visited a school in Berwick to see some reindeer and some children. And uh, reindeer. <laughs> in the yard. And it was at a school that me and Kelvin had painted. And wow, Chris. Oh Chris helped us out on that job as well. Are you putting that on your uh, on your C V now? I seen I seen on T V. I've seen on TV, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. Hey, do you obviously. know what? Speaking of speaking of the royals, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine you're a member of the royal family. Mm-hmm. Imagine. Imagine. Let's just let's just, let's just imagine Ralph. that for a second, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, at what po- How many? How many people down the line would you need to be before you thought, "Eh, sod it, I'm not interested anymore." If you were like fourth in line to the throne, would you be thinking? I've got a chance. I've got a chance. It's a, it's a thin, thin chance, slim chance, but there's a chance I'm going to become like king or king or queen. If you're like seventh, you might be thinking there's absolutely no way. So many people have to die in order for me to become king or queen. What, what's the point where you think, eh, I'm never. It's never going to happen. Well, obviously, um, what's he called? The little ginger one. Harry. Harry. Mm-hmm. Obviously, well, you he's see, he's out, he's out of it now because he's now he's thought. fourth, he's fourth thought, or fifth. Yeah. Is he fourth uh, or fifth now? Because you've got Charles, you've got William, uh-huh. then you've got uh, Louis. Williams, Louis. Has he not? Has, has he not got another kid now as well? Yeah, I think because girls are now they've changed. The girls are now they? allowed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you Sabrina. see what. what if you hurry, what you need to do? What we'll call her Sabrina, just for easiness. Oh, shall we call her that? Yeah, yeah, Princess Sabrina. What you need to do when you hurry is get rid of William very young, before he has a chance to have any kids. That's it's very some, it's some, dark. When he was like means. sixteen, when he's sixteen or seventeen, he must have realised, "Wow, I'm like third in line here." Well, I but think if he, but if William has any kids, I'm going to go. Fourth, fifth, sixth. If I get rid of William, not only will he have not any kids, but I'll also move into second. Yeah, I was just about. I was just about to go into that fact that um, that Lee Madge has just put on the website <laughs> on the, yeah. in the chat room. Do, well, do, we, you know, do we go there? Are you gonna Are you gonna make that speculation? Hey, 
Well, let's put on record in case anybody can't separate the accents. This is Indian Phil making these <laughs> wild accusations. And I'm reading Grim, out. Grimbo is very much a royalist. <laughs> and I'm reading out a fact. Not a fact. It's a. I'm reading out a statement from. This is not necessarily the um, views of Have You Heard This or Wolfman Radio, but Lee Mad says Harry was never really part of the royal family anyway, being a James. James Hewitt's son. So I'll just repeat that. That is not necessarily the the views of Have You Heard This or Wolfman Radio. Views of, of Lee Madge. Yeah, it's the views, views of, of Lee Madge. And this, <laughs> Don't know his it's the views address. of Lee Madge and the late breakfast show. But you'll find them. You'll find. Walk, basically, look for a house that's got loads of like Banksy-style yeah. graffiti on the outside of the house. Mm. And that's probably where Madge's lives. Of course it is. See, they go anti-royal as well. Banksy, got to be. You'd imagine he is. Yeah, digging himself, just. So anyway, you were asking how far down. Yeah, I did. Well, I even forgot. Hang on, that. Yeah, I knew. I knew you had. So, when does it stop giving you dosh for doing that? God, I don't know. I, I think, I mean, the top ten are going to get dosh, aren't they? The top ten. <laughs> we need that top of the pops music again. <laughs> top ten royals coming in at number one, <laughs> Prince Charles. And for oh, the fourteenth year really, running, you know when I, you know when I read that, <laughs> I should have done this. <laughs> Prince Harry was never part of the royal family <sighs> anyway. <laughs> being the son of James Stewart. That's what I should have done, shouldn't I? But I didn't. Yeah, so. you definitely should have. <laughs> yeah. So, talking of conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. uh, do you know who Margaret Keenan is? I, I seem to recognise the name, unless I'm mixing two names up. Margaret Keenan, 90-year-old from Coventry, is the first person to get the vaccine. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, she turned into so she's a zombie now, yet. She's now officially controlled by Bill Gates. <laughs> so Bill Gates is, is sat at home with his Xbox, <laughs> literally looking at what Margaret Keenan's doing and using using their 5G yeah. technology controlling like exactly a, um, what she does. He's got like a PlayStation controller. <laughs> Just making, making a walk around in there. Like an avatar. <laughs> like a... <sighs> The, uh, just uh, that leads me on to something I want to talk about. These conspiracy theories about the vaccine k- killing people and implanting um, chips into people and the five G. Tell me, please tell me you don't buy all that stuff. Me? Don't be ridiculous. Well, as soon as so- soon as I get the chance, I'm having it. I want my life back. I know. God. I know. I mean. People we know had it, and it's it's not a very pleasant thing to no. have. Give me give me a little rash for a couple of, for a couple of hours, and you do. If mm-hmm. that's the worst that can happen, you get a bit of a rash. I could deal with that. There are people we know, name and no names. There are people we know who are um, very much in the tin hat brigade, who very much believe all the conspiracy theories. I'll tell you off air who it is if you don't already know. But um, mm-hmm. people believe that stuff. Well, uh... I just can't understand how you can. Yeah, there was a friend of mine, friend of mine. Um, somebody put on Facebook 
they just ask the question, will you get the, will you have the vaccine? And somebody would put on, no, because I've read into it and there's loads of stuff in it and that. And well, I this watched... person I'm talking about put a post on yesterday saying, it's not common knowledge, but six people have died through having the vaccine. <sighs> and I'm like, hang on, how come that wasn't on the BBC page? It wasn't on Sky News. It wasn't on Reuters. It wasn't on Huffington. And yet you've found this information. <laughs> wow. How come you you should go straight to these people and ask for a job? <laughs> Just how how is that possible in in this it, day and age and us not know about it? Leave anything. It's scary. So what happened? So this this guy saw it somewhere and he reposted it. How many people have seen that and reposted it? Mm -hmm. People are just like believe anything. They're like sheep. Oh, Mom, there was somebody had, which I have never seen on all the clips. This. This so-called doctor, it could have been, it could have been one of these doctors for all I know, Doctor Orban, Doctor Feelgood, Doctor Fox, or Doctor Hook. <laughs> it could have been any one of them. Hold on, listen, listen again. Is there any more we've missed? Any people in the chat room? Is there any more we've Dr. missed? Doctor Orban, Doctor Feelgood, Doctor Fox, Doctor Hook. These are all professional doctors that are Did recommending you? that are recommending you don't have the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you list Dr. Dre as well? Oh, Dr. Dre. Yeah, he's another one. The professional yeah. doctors. They did, they did the six-year training. Yeah, of course. Um, so, on on there, uh, I got a, got a message. You know, like, the me look at this now before, <laughs> before Facebook remove it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, actually, it was packaging off off like a packet of tablets you know and it had been opened out and flattened out and it had all the all the gubbins on it and they said this is the air uh, this is the packaging of the coronavirus vaccine which i've right. never seen i saw them i watched it on the news and it came yeah. in a big freezer box and they put it from the freezer box into a fridge there was no packaging on it it was just right. little bottles so anyway, this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I've just read something. I've it just put on the, in the chat room. Have you read it? Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Albaugh isn't a doctor. He was a dentist. So, sorry. <laughs> so, in this, on this, she read the package in this so-called doctor. And she went, oh. So if you Google the, if you Google this phrase, it comes up with nothing at all. Mm -hmm. But if you take all of these words separately and Google them, the, the, the things you get are horrific. And it was words like in, off, in, but, then. I'm thinking, are you altogether mental? <laughs> Just. But that's well, that's going to be a sound clip. Are you yeah. altogether mental? Yeah, these. I go through these. I go through these recordings and I wait looking for you to say stuff. I've got two. I've got two ready for Sunday for the groove. I've got two that you said last week that I've pulled out. Two corkers. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, but come on. Google all the words in the in the side effects separately, and you might find something that's terrible in there. 
people. And just what are they thinking about with that? That's and people are believing this, aren't they? I know. Oh my goodness! Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. That's depressing, isn't it? How stupid! Oh yeah, are. yeah. People are stupid. Can we just <laughs> say that? Yeah, people are. Stupid. I think, with the exception of people who are listening to this and who are likely to listen to this in the future, everybody else is stupid. Definitely, without a doubt. So where we're we going now? Do you know? Hey, Phil, have you heard this? Yeah. In 1998, David Bowie released an internet provider called BowieNet. BowieNet. Sub- subscribers were offered exclusive content in a BowieNet email. It was shut down in 2006. So, you know, you're like, um, you know, you're um, FreeServe. Do you remember FreeServe? Mm-hmm. An ISP called BowieNet or BowieNet, depending on how you pronounce it. Yeah, BowieNet. So you could have been uh, Phil Sweet at BowieNet.com. Oh, that was that would have been good. Speaking of which, um, they played. Obviously, we'll have the radio on all day at work, and they played. Uh, little drummer boy came on, from from three rooms along in this house. No, uh-huh. actually, from the staircase. I was in the far in the far bedroom. Carl was on the staircase. Little drummer boy came on the radio, and from, from the other end of the house, I just heard the "dim, dim." <laughs> nice Brilliant. one, nice one, Carl. I'm just has anybody typed it in there? Yep. Yes. There oh yeah. Because yeah, you mentioned Bowie. <laughs> Golly gosh, of course they have. So yeah, Bowie. Not, I mean, you know, he had his fingers in several pies, as they say. That's it, quite. But the, when was that then? When did he set? When did you say he set that up? He set it up in uh, 1998, and it shut down in 2006. Ah, so that's like 1990. What eight? Yes, to eight years. But I, I tell you what, would it be pretty so that, disappointing? That, that's like quite it, early on, though, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it was kind of like the. Well, if I'm honest, it was kind of a bit late. But it was. It was more or less the time when that kind of stuff was happening. But if you'd have subscribed to that and you and you like told like a hundred people, a thousand people, your email address, you know, Phil with two L's at mm-hmm. uh, BowieNet.com, and then he's like, I'm going to shut it down, and your email address just suddenly becomes like null and void. You'd be angry, wouldn't you? Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose you would. I suppose you'd be like. So, is any? Do you think there's any other um, sort of entrepreneurial pop stars have sort of done stuff? Well, who Who would you like to think has done one? I'd like to think Noddy is Noddy Holder's done one. Oh, definitely. So you'd have like Noddy dot. If, if I got to Noddy dot com, is that going to take me to um, to uh, Noddy Holder or Noddy? Oh, Noddy. Just Noddy. <laughs> Noddy. <laughs> With a little bell oh, on whoa, the end wow. of his hat. If you go to Noddy.com, um, it's somebody sitting on the sitting on the page, holding it. It's it's not an active page. It's, um, you know, like somebody squatting. Oh, so they're wanting you to buy it. Yeah. Uh, so how much are they asking? I've got... Oh, it's not one. It's, it comes up with, like, an error message. Uh. I've got loads of domain names. I went through a, I went through a phase where I just loved buying domain names, but the trouble is once you buy them, you don't want to let them go because you think 
ah, do I really want to let that go? Because I, I, I own Grimbo.com, mm-hmm. and I always hoped that one day <laughs> Apple would... In- yeah, sorry, What's continue. Up? I always hoped that one day Apple will invent a, a gadget, and they'll call it a Grimbo, and that they'll, they'll need to buy Grimbo.com off me, and they'll pay me like £10 million for it. Oh, yeah. Do you think do you think they ever will? No, I'm not, I'm not optimistic. I, I do you think do you think they've actually own all the um, Apple and then the number? Do you think they own them all? No, I, Apple. What Apple do is Apple will invent something. They'll invent. I'm, I'm looking here at a bottle in front of us. So like they'll invent the eye bottle. They'll just start using it, and then they'll just. Um, take the, the the domain they'll take the domain off the person who owns it and says we want that now oh, but you and can't then do that you've got to buy no, you, it off well no you kind you kind of can if a big company dis- dis- decides it wants something it's got like special powers to do that how does that work it goes to like arbitration it's not like the olden days where you, you would say okay I want 300 million pounds for this it goes to like arbitration and somebody says oh that's Okay, it's probably worth. Listen, you you own eyeball, but you've had like seven views in the last year, so you're clearly not using it. You're just sitting on it to like, um, in case anybody wants to buy it. So you're kind of like um, hoarding it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Apple have this product called the eyeball. They clearly have the product and they've put development into it. So therefore, they have more of a right to it than you have. We think if they give you twenty thousand pound, that's probably worth worth it. So that's how it works these days. Back in the day, back in the day, wow. I think there was like like Hotel.com went for something like $300 million. Sex.com, there's a whole bloody documentary about Sex.com, the way that somebody stole it and the person who originally had it had to try and get it back. And um, Interesting documentary about Sex.com. But yeah, like, um, how do we get on talking about domain names? Oh, yeah, we're talking about BowieNet, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't. Is anybody has anybody got Phil dot com with two L's? Yeah. What happens if you put Phil? Somebody has a. Uh, I think so. No, it's for sale. It's for sale, Phil. Somebody has it, but it's for sale. How much is it? So we click on it, and see how much it's worth. I'm going to get all kinds of spam now for this. They want two and a half thousand euros. <laughs> yeah, well, they can keep it. I know, but I know, but come on, Phil dot com. Has Has Diane already got your Christmas Christmas present yet? <laughs> Dude. Has Diane bought your Christmas present yet? I had no idea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell her. You can make an offer, so they might accept like a thousand euros. <laughs> I'm not paying a thousand euros. I know, a... but come on, Phil dot com. I don't want it. I've got PW Suite. Oh, I can't, you're not comparing Phil dot com with PW Suite dot co dot uk, are you? I think I've got dot co. Dot com as well. Check you out. And I got them for note. <laughs> when my uh, when my daughters were born, I've got I got the the dot com and the dot co at UK for both of their names. Mm-hmm. So they they both own of their names, and I always think that's really cool having having like your, your name as like your dot com and your dot co at UK. They don't really use them, but I still think it's like the coolest thing in the world to have. Uh, well. And you could have that because phil.com is for sale. Depends it's if you're a geek or not. Phil.co.uk. <laughs> well, we'll play a tune. 
<laughs> well, I'm like, oh, hang on. Build.co.uk is uh, the best British comedies. Why? Somebody's somebody's got Phil.co.uk and it's the best British comedies. It's a British comedy site. What sort of fool is that? Well, Poor. that that I don't know what the fool's called, but he, I know his address is 48 Glasgow Road, Kilsyth, Glasgow. I'm saying He's actually got his full address on here, <laughs> including his postcode. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a weird thing to do. Isn't it? <laughs> And welcome to you, back. Welcome here. What's all about? Welcome here. <laughs> welcome here. What else have you got there? Have you got any more doctors? Any more? I haven't thought of any more doctors. But um, I've got a joke. I've got a joke right now. I told this joke to m- to my daughters, and they mm-hmm. didn't even smile. But I think it's one of the funniest jokes in the world. It's not. It's not the one about um, what. Abba would have been called, is it? No, it's not, it's not up to that kind of standard. But it's uh, so. Um, can, I have, can I have a drum roll? Have you got a drum roll? I haven't got a drum roll, but I've got this. Right. So, uh, did, did I ever tell you that um, I used to be a dolphin trainer? <laughs> did you? Yeah, yeah. I thought I would. Uh, I thought it would help me eke out a living. <laughs> Yeah, I can see a smile there. That's it. It's not a. It's not a. A good poster, but it's definitely a smile, isn't it? See, when I heard that, I nearly wet myself. Did you? <laughs> literally, literally, almost wet myself. It was like the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my life. So is that that one of your? Is that one of your favourite jokes? It is. It is absolutely one of my favourite jokes. Have you got any favourite jokes? Oh yeah, well I've told you my favourite joke before. Oh, okay. I think we should hear it again. Is it is it long? It's ish. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> well, and it's very festive. It it's very festive as well. So, it's oh, dude, of... I know it. I know it. This is good. <laughs> Go and tell it. It's, it's good. A it's a guy just sitting down for his Christmas dinner, and there's a knock on the door. Oh, God! Who's this? This time, this time of day, on Christmas Day. Storms to the door, opens the door, looks down, and there's a snail on the step. And the snail looks up and sees, any chance of a bit of Christmas dinner? So the bloke bends over, picks the snail up, and just launches it out of his garden, far as he can. That's the end of that. A year passes. Bloke, it's bloke's just sitting down for his Christmas dinner. Just gets his knife and fork in his hand and he's just about to tuck into his tuck into his turkey dinner and there's a knock on the door. Oh, again What is this? What's going on? Every year this happens. Goes to the door, opens the door, looks down, and there's a snail on the doorstep. And the snail looks up and says to him What'd you do that for? <laughs> Come on. That's that's good. That it's is a good, good joke. It's pretty good. My favourite joke, I think, isn't very PC these days. Um, so I'll probably give it a miss, but it's very funny. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the punchline. I can do. I can do. A, imagine telling the punchline. The punchline is, oh, you won't like Wednesdays. 
<laughs> yes, I can hear where your troll is it. And well, it's not that it's not PC, it's just not for this time of night. <laughs> do yeah, you know what I do? I think, yeah. God, you've just got to be careful, haven't you? Haven't you? Yeah. You How have you got, who with? Who have you got to be careful with? You don't know who's listening, do you? The PC Brigade might be listening. But that's I don't know why. They're, they're Lee Madge, he's the PC Brigade. Do you want me to rattle off some facts for you? Keep, keep it light. Keep it light, Pet. Keep it light. Come on, then. Right. Now, we we often talk about um, hybrids of animals, don't we? Like, you know, when a dog and oh, a cat yeah. mate. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And um, if a cow and a bison mate... Their offspring is called a beefalo. Beefalo. A beefalo? Yeah. Not a buffalo, a beefalo. So what's that? A bison and a what? Bison and a cow. A bison So presumably cow. female cow, because uh-huh. cows tend to be female, yeah, and, a male, so. and a male bison, I'm guessing a male bison, then uh, you get a beefalo. Mm-hmm. Isn't, that, isn't that interesting? I'm trying to picture what a, what a what a bison looks like. Are they the, well, are they the ones that were hunted to nearly extinction. Bison's got like the big. Has it got the big curly horns? Is that what a bison is? The American ones. Yeah, you get um, hordes of them. Um, s- <laughs> That's will the beast. You get what's the word? I know where you're going with this. I know where you're going. Hordes of them. In, in the savannah mm-hmm. um, <laughs> herds of herds right. of wildebeest yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maje- well, I can't remember the word he uses I know oh God, it's funny as well isn't it? Is that from, uh, majestically Pike? across the Serengeti yeah <laughs> um, painted turtles survive winter by breathing through their bum holes so are these painted by I don't think they're painted by like Madgers and you. I think they're just. I think that's just like the technical word, the word for them. They've just. Oh, they're, they're, oh, they're not like actually. Yeah, they're not like ordinary turtles. That, uh, no, is, that is that a bison? That a picture? Have a look at the in the chat room. That's not a bison. That's a. Um, that's a high. That's Highland. There, that's Highland cattle. That isn't it? Right. Yeah, it looks like a Highland cattle, doesn't it? Is that the proper term for just one of them? A Highland cattle? It's oh, we just shown it a cat. It's a Highland cat. Because um, didn't they used to have some in the field next to the motorway then? Can you oh, remember? I'm too. If if listen, if I'm driving along the motorway, all my concentration mm. is on the motorway, officer. <laughs> no, I mean just next to the motorway. You go onto the motorway heading north at Chester Street. That field go. on the Here corner. Here's your local knowledge section. <laughs> we need a jingle for this, don't we? Phil's local knowledge section. You know the field on the on the corner. The field on the corner where the motorway meets the dual carriageway. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I do know it, and I haven't mm-hmm. noticed any bison in there. There used to be a couple of wildebeest and a woolly mammoth, mm-hmm. but no. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Um, a, a bison is not someone. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> a bison is something that somebody watches their hands and face in in Wolverhampton. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. God, he should be on the oh. stage. 
He, he, so will, he, be. he will be as our support act. Yeah, reading his poetry and painting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, painting, we'll get a big, we'll get a big canvas, hang it up, and he can do one of his. Only, uh, only if he'll say every two or three minutes. Can you tell what it is yet? <laughs> yet. Well, you'll have to see that. Can you tell what it is yet? And not in there, not in there. Ooh, ooh. Just put your hand in there. Ooh, not there. In the heart. While he's painting, has he got to go? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. This, this, I don't think Banksy does that. No, no. I, oh, I thought we were going down the whole uh, Rolf Harris uh, area. No, I think. Well, does you Banksy see, say he can tell what it is yet? Oh, of course he does. He's oh, right. his pictures. When he when there's a crowd of people around him, when he's painting these, how walls. does nobody know who it is if there's a crowd of people around him? We know exactly who it is. Yes, Let's not beat around but, the bush. Yeah, but how how does how don't don't other people know who it is if there's a crowd around him when he's doing it? And why doesn't he get arrested? I reckon it would be the easiest thing in the world to work. Loads of people know who he is. Well, we know it's Madge's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loads of people know who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to Turtles. All oh, right, Turtles, yeah. Painted Turtles. Painted Turtles survive winter by breathing through their, it says here, butts. We'll say bums. So how's that work? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but the in-breath's going to be quite smelly, isn't it? <laughs> you mean the out-breath? <laughs> no. Loud breath's okay, it's the in-breath. That's going to be... But when it breathes in through its bum, mm-hmm. it's surely it's the breathing out that's going to smell? No, for the turtle, I'm on about you, numpty. <laughs> I haven't got the qualifications you've got, so <laughs> I'm having to take your word for it. But I thought uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. I just can't... I tried to get my head... When I read that, I, thought, I tried to get my head around the mechanics of it. How was how were their bums connected to their lungs? Ah, uh, that's a point. How? Yeah, what kind of weird twisted? And what, what, weird, when they, what sort of weird twisted body's that? You, and I was going to say when they cough, they probably fart at the same time. But I'm but a lot of people do that. Oh yeah, women oh. especially. That's a woman's trick. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to rattle through some more animal facts. Come on, then. And I'll stop you if I hear anything. Right. Wombat poop is cube-shaped. Hang on, hang on. See, that's straight away. That's like, no, it isn't. Right. That's ridiculous. That that would hurt too much. Wombat poop. Wombat poop. Scientists say how and why wombats produced cube-shaped poo. The only species so, known so, as So it's easy to stack. The, <laughs> the Australian marsupial can pass up to 100 deposits of poop a night and they use the piles to mark their territory. So they do the shape, stack it. The shape helps, helps it, stops it rolling away. And so it's true to stack them up like little, like little, Lego, like little Lego poos. Are there any images? <laughs> oh, oh well, cute wombats. I don't know. I never realised how cute wombats were. Wombats. Oh my well, uh, god! Do you know what's in my head? Like a koala bear. Yeah, they, they do look very much like that kind of thing. I'll put a photograph in the chat room. Uh, I was quite. Um, it was. 
it was actually in a, at a terrible time in Australia that I realised this when uh, all the koala bears were getting burnt that when they had the fire last summer yeah, yeah. during their summer the last summer because it's just coming up summer now <clears throat> and there were like loads of koala bears people nursing koala bears back to health and what have you that had been burnt and I didn't realise I always yeah oh God. nah that's been cut like that surely how good <laughs> this Grimbo if you're not on the um, in the chat room Grimbo has just posted a picture of a wombat alongside its poo and I would honestly say that poo has been cut into those cubes <laughs> that's not well, real you, if you could do that though what kind of that would be such a party trick wouldn't it <laughs> but how much would that hurt and what sort uh, of what sort uh, what sort of um sphincter would you have to have to create that i never realized wombats were as cute as that that's what i'm seeing them see um, koala bears, you know how they have that big oval, like nose. Are uh, you with us? I am with you, but I don't know for sure. Like I said, I'm not as qualified as you are. Well, they have like I'm a big. A, I'm, I'm not qualified. Sort best. of same as the see the cartoon of on the in the chat room. The cartoon of the wombat that you put on. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that. That nose thing. Oh, that, yeah, that's a koala's nose, isn't it? Yes. Right, I always thought that was like a hard shell. What did you? Uh-huh, always, I... until until they were all getting nursed back to health. And it had all uh -huh. been, because loads of them had uh, burns on their faces and that. I always thought it was a hard shell, though. This is taking a kind of an unusual cute turn, hasn't it? Hasn't it? <laughs> Right, if you got any, because as as you very well know, I didn't prepare anything. So well, there's uh, a story I've been wanting to tell you for about a month now. All right, come and, on. Uh, I've got it written down on my list, and I've just never had the opportunity to tell you this true story, which uh, a few people in my life can vouch for. It happened to me about a month ago when we were doing some um, work in our bedroom, and. Um, I'd already laid the carpet down. I'm hey, I'm multi-talented. Oh, you're getting like proper DIY I a, man, aren't you? I laid a carpet, right? And my next task was to build this bed. An Ottoman bed. Do you know what an Ottoman bed is? Yes. Uh -huh. yeah. Ottoman bed, well, for the people that don't, it's basically it's a, a cupboard on its side. Think, think of a cupboard on its side with one big door that lifts up and you put a mattress on top. That's kind of what an Ottoman bed is. And... Um, so I just I thought I can build this. I don't need any help. And you know, to the most part I was correct. I built the shell of the bed. And the next thing you have to do is basically you put these hinges on the side of the on the inside of the of the long long way sides. And um and they basically hinges that lift up the the frame of the bed that you put the mattress on. Mhm. Mm I'd built the whole bed, literally I'd finished the whole bed, and I had these two huge, great big metal poles left. I'm like famously not very good at DIY. I had these two huge pieces of metal left, and I'm like, 
I was really careful when I built this bed to make sure I follow because I know what I'm like. I know I'm re- pretty rubbish at, at DIY, so I thought I'm going to be extra careful here. But I still had these two huge metal pieces left. I went through the whole manual again with a fine tooth comb, and eventually I realised where these two metal poles were supposed to go. And basically, they, the 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 uh, the hinge bit fastened onto the metal poles, which in turn fastened onto the bed. It's kind of a spacer away from the the bed. So I thought, well, I've already built the bed now. I'm not going to dismantle the whole thing. What I'll do is I'll climb inside the bed, and I'll take the weight of the 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 base of the bed with the mattress goes on i'll take the weight of that dismantle the hinge put this metal bracket in fasten it back on then fasten the hinge back onto this metal base all while i'm holding <laughs> the weight of the base of the bed yeah but when you're seeing this everybody who's listening to this story just knows it just sitting there just listening and going this is not going to end well just when you've described what you're going to do <laughs> So I'm, I'm, I'm lying inside this bed and eventually I'm, I managed to get the four screws out that were holding the hinge to the, to the inside of the end of the bed and, the, and obviously taking, keeping the weight of this thing. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm good for like a minute holding the weight of this before it gets too much for us. So I reckon I've got a minute to get the screws out and then get the metal thing in its place and get the screws back in. But I couldn't get the screws back in. And that's, so after about after about a minute and a half, two minutes, I like had to think, okay, just have a rest, have a rest. Basically, the whole weight of this bed now is, is the frame of the bed, is resting on us. And I'm, so I'm literally trapped inside <laughs> this bed with the base of the bed <laughs> lying on us. So I thought I'd give myself like another couple of minutes, like just do up and like keep calm, don't panic. Composure. Okay, here we go. Prop the thing back up on my shoulder because I'm lying on my side. Prop the whole weight of the thing back up on my shoulder. Had another go at getting. I just needed to get one screw in. If I could have got one screw in, then that would keep the weight of the bed off me, so I could like do the rest. The other three could not get one of these screws in. <laughs> like, so my my phone was out of reach. My phone was outside of the bed, and I'm trapped inside the bed, so I couldn't get to my phone. I knew I knew the missus was going to be about another half an hour, forty-five minutes. I knew I wasn't going to get crushed to death, but the, the feeling of like—I uh, don't normally get claustrophobic, but the feeling of claustrophobia started to sweep over us. And I'm thinking, I'm starting to panic a little bit. I'm like, okay, get me composure, have another go at it. And I, I must have repeated that process like four or five times. Every time, thinking, right, this time, this time, I'm going to do it, and I didn't. I mean, obviously, eventually, after about the fifth time or something, I did manage to get one screw in. And once I got the one screw in, I was like, right, I was out of the bed as fast as I could. I thought, like, that's not going to work. <laughs> but for, I reckon, a good 30 minutes, I was trapped inside a, a Nottingham bed with the weight of the bed of frame on top of us. So, did you, did this um, feeling of claustrophobia that came over the top of over you? That swept over you. Did you eh, get that feeling when you locked yourself in the shed? When you built the shed as well? <laughs> you so, did the no, same no, thing that, with the shed. That was a big space, wasn't it? That's a big space, a shed. Built myself into a shed, <laughs> put the base down, put the walls up, fastened them all together, and then they couldn't, the doors wouldn't open. 
So I couldn't get out. I had to dismantle the whole thing again from scratch. That was just... An, I'd never felt in any danger during the shed episode. But it was still... Once bitten, twice shy, Graham. Come on. Clearly not, mate. Clearly not. <laughs> I just... I wanted, to, I wanted to build this bed myself. I couldn't even do that right. So did you... So eventually did you do it? I did. I got out eventually... Thought, okay, I'm gonna wait till wait till the missus comes in. <laughs> help us. <laughs> I'm gonna get some muscle behind in the job. Have you got something else, or do you want me to come up with something? I mean, if you, I've got boatloads of stuff, but you, let's see one of yours. Well, there's something I heard oh years and years ago. So I'm doing this from memory, but I wrote, I jotted it down. <laughs> It was a story about a guy who beat himself up. Have you heard it? It's a story. I know. He was a... You pay attention, Garrett, because it was a Dutch guy. So, he'd... um, He finished work and he'd gone straight to the betting shop or the equivalent in Holland and he'd wasted... he'd, He'd lost all of his wages in the betting shop. Right. So... Frightened of his wife, he decided he would be... Hang on, wait, I'll do this. I'll put this on first. So, frightened of his wife, what he decided he would do is... I'm going to tell her I got mugged. So, this broke... Actually broke his own arm, broke his own jaw... And I think the other one was broke several fingers and a couple of ribs. This all done to himself, beat himself up. <laughs> then went home and told his wife he'd been mugged. Then went in the bath, got ready for bed, went to bed. Wife all full of sympathy with him. <laughs> and then he was so ill that the phone that. They had to phone an ambulance and he had to come clean and tell him he'd done it all himself. Beat himself up. Smashed his own jaw. So where would you start? That's a question that goes along with this story. Where would you start? What would you do first? Because so you, you, you sat down in a room. Or you, what, how would you actually beat yourself up first? Yeah, because he had broken fingers, broken ribs, a broken mm. jaw and a broken arm. I'm guessing the broken arm came last. Um, I would say the face first. How are you going to break your? The only way you're going to break your ribs is to run into something. I don't think you could punch yourself. Possibly he did his ribs and his. Possibly he went. Possibly went. (laughs) (laughs) And ran into something and broke his jaw and his ribs at the same time. That's all I can think of. And then... Was it worth it, though? Was it? Do you reckon it was worth it? Well, no, because he had to come clean in the end, didn't he? Why did he have to come clean? Why could he... I don't know. I don't know. You, you know just, what, you just you know what people, that. You know what Dutch people are like, man? Dutch people. That, when, you, when you said Dutch people, and we've got a, we've got a Dutchman in the, uh, in the chat room... Mm-hmm. How many how many sayings have we got in the English language with the word Dutch in it? You've got you've got uh, double Dutch, uh-huh. which which means like 
gobbledygook. You've got going Dutch, which means paying your own way in a restaurant. You've got uh, Dutch courage, which is like having not, a drink, not being courageous. <laughs> having a drink to make yourself courageous. And you've got uh, D- Dutch oven. What's the Dutch oven? Dutch oven is when you fart under the bedclothes and whack oh, it on somebody. Nah, that's Dutch oven. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what that was. Now, the question is, do um, the fine people of the Netherlands have similar sayings for English people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Just why, why is it that... Why are we picking it on the poor Dutch? <laughs> Past the Dutch... <laughs> There's none of those four things I've mentioned are particularly complimentary. <laughs> no, there aren't, are there? <clears throat> so anyway, have you thought about how, how? Where would you start? Where would you start? Would we should start have had some sort of martial arts expert on here, shouldn't we? To like, there's your t- job. Listen, if the people from the Flat Earth Society don't get back to you by next week, maybe you could get uh, somebody yeah, from a martial, martial arts, arts expert. Yes. To, to, to find out how, how would a Dutch cap. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Eh? I don't know what that is. It, I think it's something to do with the, the um, sex, isn't it? <laughs> that's sex that they have these days. That's, yeah, you know, that's sex <laughs> that they do nowadays. That the kids that are the all kids, into. The kids do. God, kids. <laughs> kids are all into it. I would do my face first. Your face first? But he must have hit himself with something. I thought you said he punched himself with his fist. Well, I, no, that was the sound effect. But to break your own jaw, you've got to hit yourself in the face with something, haven't you? You could, you could like throw yourself off something, couldn't you? Yeah, maybe you just tossed Put yourself off, off a, a bridge. <laughs> You know, we were talking about dolphins before. Oh, that's a terrible scene. <laughs> Do you remember we were talking about dolphins earlier? Yes. Uh-huh. Did you know, because you know, you know what most people are right-handed, yeah? Mm-hmm. In fact, anywhere between 70 and 95% of people are right-handed. But dolphins, 99.4% of dolphins are right-handed. <laughs> they've got good hands. In case you've never noticed, they've got flippers. I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> yeah, they're, okay, right-flippered. But right they're... Right-flippered. 99.4% of dolphins are right-handed insofar as they favour the right-hand side of their body for doing things. Things that they could do with either side they favour their right-hand side most of the time. So... Hey! I don't make these things up. I'm just like... I want to investigate that more. How, who found that out and why? <clears throat> I mean, why? Why? Because I reckon they've cured cancer by now. So the scientists just need something else to do. Oh, yeah, and of course they've, they've got the vaccine for the coronavirus. So they've done the please. vaccine, they've, they've done cancer. What else? Oh, no. Dolphins? Aye, Aye, dolphins. Oh, well, let's go look at some dolphins. <laughs> just 
scientists, scientists are just, man, get a grip of your life. They're getting paid for this rubbish. It's Dogs in Greenland don't reach sexual maturity until they're 150 years old. So, Phil, you've got, you've got time. See again? Sharks in Greenland oh, sharks. don't reach... Sharks, I thought you said dogs. Dogs, 150-year-old dogs. Sharks in Greenland don't reach sexual maturity until they're 150 years old. Hmm. So you look at a dolphin that's 140 years old, still got, still, still prepubescent. Do you get puberty in dolphins and sharks? Well, they're two different things. One's a mammal, one's a fish. And did you know there's no such thing as a fish? Yes. So which one's which one's a shark? Well, a shark I'm guessing is a mammal. <laughs> what? No, what? Sharks are. Sharks. Are you a shark's a fish. A dolphin's yes. a mammal. Yes, and we've discussed are this. Sh- are you sure Sharks don't have bones. <laughs> sharks don't have bones. Have cart- right, so the, sharks... The full, the full skeleton is made out of out of cartilage. Right. So sharks are fish. <laughs> well, right. yeah, we'll call, we'll, we'll call the collective n- name for things that live underwater a fish. Fishes. As in mammals. All right. Well, anyway, they don't re- reach sexual maturity until they're 150 years old. So how long do they live? I don't know, but I mean... Is that Greg, it? One, one, one go and then to die? If it's 151, then you'd want to, you'd be a bit cheesed off, wouldn't you? Aye, wouldn't you? Hmm? Do, wow, this is great. This I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I just mean they're just not <laughs> very good at it. You know, do they start, do they start doing it when they're like three? And then and they keep going, and they're just not very good until they're 150. Mm. Yeah, what, well, what, how, what's, how old, when do humans uh, reach sexual maturity? You've got, you've got a degree in this. Well, a lot younger than the Lossy is, actually. There you go. Oh, so you, did you not cover this in your degree? Yes, I did, but it's quite, you know, it's a bit uh, what we would call, um, I can't think of the word, but it's sort of not, not in the Western, Western world, what we would call palatable. There you go. <laughs> I, just, I just left you out there talking about fishing. I just left you on the hook there, didn't I? Left you on the hook oh. there for a bit. Fishing around for something to say. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not. It's not palatable for us in the Western world. The, Why do you keep yeah. saying the Western world? Are you saying like in the Eastern world it's perfectly acceptable? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Don't you, you, you swine. Proper hanging you out to dry here. <laughs> Changing, changing the subject. Mm-hmm. I've just, I've just got loads of facts. I just, Come I, on, I went like on a big fact. fact hunt. If you were able to fold a piece of paper forty-two times, mm-hmm. it would be thick enough to reach the moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just know that, do you? 
I can't remember where I heard this, but I heard it's something like how or something like somewhere like that. Oh. Yeah, that's a bit dear. <laughs> Not allowed to do that now. Oh, you oh, oh. <laughs> like to say how? <laughs> no. Is that no, Indian no. Phil? Not in that way <laughs> you said it. Indian Phil. <laughs> Not in the way you said it. I find you... that qu- I find that quite <laughs> offensive. <laughs> yeah, as, as an Indian guy, you ever find it quite offensive? <laughs> yeah, if I was an Indian guy, I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, actually, <laughs> they're not Indians anymore. Anyway, they're Native Americans. So, well, do we have to call? Is your is the Indian Indian Phil um, uh, dots or feathers? <laughs> Well, I think it was there. Uh, the la- who pinched this slot off, Steve Pritcher, right? Who you pinched the slot on there uh, on Sunday night, right? Um, I think it was him that kind of because he tried to do a Geordie accent, and it actually huh? came out Indian, as in Indian from the subcontinent. I don't dots. even know if you call that up to you. <laughs> you know. Come on, dots of feathers. There's nothing wrong with that. Aye. Um, so that it came out in that, and then somebody else in who was there said, "Oh, it's Indian Phil," and that was how it got. That was how I got the. That name. was it. It was mm-hmm. as simple as that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We've got Aye. a similar a similar story with our friend our friend Smashy, mm-hmm. how he got his nickname. <laughs> for the people who don't know um we were in a strip club and um sat with two exotic dancers should we call them mm-hmm. and one of them and bear in mind there's loud music playing and one of them said to him so what's your name and he says matt he says what smashy no matt smashy and of course we heard that and from that moment on what was that 20 odd years ago he's been smashy and then, of course, just after that, um, Harry Enfield and Paul Whitehouse yeah. started to do Smashy and Nicey, didn't they? <laughs> Does a lot for charity. Yeah, yes, yes indeed. Hey. Oh, so where, 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 where we're going now, we've got approximately... How long left? Three minutes. Three minutes. So now's not the time to start talking about um, religion or politics, is it? No, no. I will. What, I about, what about bubble wrap? Have we got time to discuss bubble wrap? Yeah, bubble wrap. I know what right. that was originally made for. Well, why don't you tell us? Bubble wrap was originally wallpaper. Word for word, what I've got written down here mm-hmm. it was originally designed by an inventor to be wallpaper. It's uh, <laughs> is uh, is oh, what's it called? Wood chip. Do people uh-huh. still use wood chip? Oh, yeah, of course you can. Is it still popular? Is it not really? They use it a lot in student properties because it's hard wearing, and it hides all the defects in the walls where they put bloody big dints in the walls and that. Soundproofing as well, doesn't it? I'm not sure. I'm really, I'm sure I'm really it, I'm sure don't know it does about because obviously it, it the, the the sound waves don't bounce off like in a regular perpendicular fashion get distorted so you get it's good Cause, for rare uh, because you know the travel because they're traveling the speed of light of course they do 
<laughs> sound waves <laughs> travel at the speed of light. Of course they do. Um, yeah, so uh, do, you, do you reckon, um, is it mainly for the older generation, the blue chip, the blue chip, the, the uh, wood chip. chip, or for the younger <laughs> generation? The, the blue chip and generation. No, no young person's going to want wood chip, are they? Well, yeah, well, they don't get a choice. You just put it on to protect the walls because they're right. such... They're such messy, horrible people. You know, if you went around to a, a roll of a uh, wall that's got wood chip on, and you like peeled all the paint off and collected all the wood from inside, mm -hmm. do you reckon you could build something with that? If you if you mashed it up and put it all back together, I would have thought so. Definitely, It'd be cool, wouldn't it? That'd be mm -hmm. like uh... yeah. But, but I'd give you a little tip. I wouldn't get you to build it. <laughs> Unless, unless I was wanting to lock you in somewhere. My final fact about relating on, to wood. Hurry up, because we've got fact. a minute left. Right. You can start playing the music if you want. My final fact is that bamboo grows so fast, it's measured in miles per hour. No. Oh, is, is that something that you want to leave till next week? We'll... we'll Get that next week. We'll pick that up. Right. We'll pick that up right where we are about bamboo. Bamboo. What a way to finish. Right. When are you back on the radio? I'm back on the wireless on a Sunday night at eight o'clock for the groove. And I don't think I'll be here on Saturday because I've got to work. So no. Yeah. So oh, I will see you next Wednesday. And up next is Lee Madge with the Untap Project. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Ta-da. Ta-da.